Well, let's see. Is it too good to be true? Could a Curtis Mead extension be in the works for the Rays? Extension afoot? Let's talk about it right now. You are Locked On Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sembrano. And we're the host of the Locked On Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for making us your very first listen every day. Be sure you check out and subscribe to our YouTube channel, at Locked On Rays, as well as all the other traditional podcast platforms that you can find us. We're also on social media, Instagram and Twitter, at Locked On Rays. And if you ever have a mailbag question, comment, concern, or hot take, you can send us, uh, send that to us, uh, LockedOnRays at gmail.com, or you can do the old DM action as well. Um, all right, let's get right into it. Curtis Mead. An extension may be in the works for him in the Tampa Bay Rays. Uh, Jeff Passan dropped a bombshell, if you will, a couple days ago about uh, the possibility. So the question is, Ulysses, will this happen over the course of this month, March 2023? I hope so. I hope so. Uh, I think Rays fans have been yearning for an actual bat to come through and this kid seems like he the bat place the plat mm -hmm. the bat plays very well the only thing that has always kind of hampered you know that it, it's the can the arm hold up in at, at third base uh or at second um how, how good is he going to be defensively like we talked to him uh, not three weeks ago, and he said he felt the most comfortable at third, then second, then first, but that he's willing to just kind of be versatile. So knowing the Rays, that 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 could happen. Uh, in regards to the contract, I think that helps him. I think that that the open open honesty about hey, I'll do whatever you guys want me to. I think that helps mm -hmm. um, these these types of uh, contract negotiations. I just, it's always. Uh, kind of uh a big question mark in any contract extension but one especially when the player hasn't seen a major league at bad like that's um you really must like what you have in curtis mead if you're willing to do this without a major league plate appearance like that, that's huge man this is huge it really is now it's not totally something that hasn't been done before in fact uh, if we want to look back at it, I think the Chicago White Sox are kind of uh, the uh, the revolutionary as far as uh, giving guys long-term contract extensions with zero days of service time, i.e. Eloy Jimenez, i.e. Lewis Robert. Um, and then even outside of that, you have guys like, you know, that had zero days of service time and these deals haven't worked out. Evan White, for example, and Scott Kingery, for example. Um, so it is interesting to see, look, I, I can only base off what I've seen on film and the scouting reports and us talking to Curtis Mead and the fact that the Rays are bandying about with Curtis Mead. I would think that he absolutely is the real deal and, uh, will, uh, hopefully be in a Rays uniform for a very, very long time and be 
hopefully a, a franchise altering player in the mold of Wander Franco. Uh, everything we've we've seen from Curtis Mead, you know, defense aside, if you will, um, he's talented, he's intelligent, he's cognizant, he's got the work ethic. He seems like he could be a really good role model too. Um, and the, he's got so much potential to get better with coaching coming from Australia, which isn't necessarily a baseball hotbed, certainly not for hitters compared to pitchers. So it's not like, oh, he grew up in and had the the best of training and, and played at the best academies and played at the best division one programs. Like, I feel like there is in a way a, a blank canvas that the Rays and, and really any team can mold and develop. And I think that's what they saw from him when they traded somebody named Christopher Sanchez to the Phillies to acquire Curtis Mead, because going back at that deal, we didn't really focus or talk about that. That was a blip on the radar. It wasn't like, Oh my gosh, we got Curtis Mead. And now look here yeah. two, three years later where we're at. Yeah. It, it's that, that's that hopefully comes out to be one of the, the shrewdest uh, traits of, of this front office. And, you know, when we talked the first time with Curtis, he mentioned about the journal and, and how he was keeping track of, you know, what, what went wrong, what he ate, you know, all those things that, that kind of to give him a little bit of more awareness of what was going on. Like that, when he told, told us that he was 21. So you're talking about a 21 year old who cares so much about his craft that he's doing this on the day daily. Um, it, it, it's so those are the, the work ethic is there for this guy and the, the, the rehabbing portion of it, you know, it, you can let yourself go when you're rehabbing. I, I think we, we've all had injuries and, and sometimes when we have injuries and we have to do physical therapy, you know, maybe the diet goes one way where it shouldn't. And, and you start getting lazier because you can't do what you always done. The work ethic is there, man. Um, he, he, he told us that he, he got better agility. He, he improved his running because that's what he could do that again, when you're going to spend money like that, you have to know what kind of human, not only the player, what the value is, but like his work ethic is very, very important. You just don't throw millions at somebody who might just decide, Oh, now I got paid. I don't do anything. You, you right. have to really know the human being. And, and it seems like Curtis Mead is the type of person that you would want to throw millions at. We will continue this discussion, but first, Ulysses, we have to tell the audience about something called Ultimate Baseball GM. Ever dreamed of becoming an MLB GM and managing your professional baseball franchise? Of course you have. You're listening to a daily baseball podcast, so I know that you have. Well, your dream can come true, and this game is definitely for you. Manage every strategic aspect of your team play through the season, and lead your team to glory. You will be responsible for hiring the right coaches and the staff, manage team finances, scouting and drafting players, which is managing the difficult personalities between the locker room, and you'll get to navigate your franchise through, French, uh, through free agency and all the ups and downs of the season. This is a very challenging and realistic game world. Everything that you've ever wanted from a baseball game, Ultimate Baseball GM is exactly that. So, Locked On listeners... You got to get this today and you get a 100% free boost to your franchise when you use promo code locked on L O C K E D O N in the game store. So make sure to check it out to download the game. Just visit probaseballgm.com. You scan the code or you can also look it up in your app store. Again, that's probaseballgm.com. Ultimate baseball GM. Start your dynasty today. 
Okay, assuming that a deal is agreed to with Curtis Mead in the Rays, hopefully within the next week, couple weeks, whatever it may be, years in total amount of money guaranteed. Ulysses, do you have an idea what this could or should be? From the Topkin article that he wrote about uh, recently, uh, the idea was, quote, tens of millions of dollars over a half dozen years or so. Um, so there's that to, to marinate over as well. Um, that That's Topkin just poking the, the race fandom bear with like, hey, I know something you don't know, which is great. Mark, have fun. I love when yeah. Mark has fun. Uh, who is it source? Is it, is it the agent uh, who also represents Brandon Lau, among others, uh, or is it the team? I'm most like I would lean towards the team. I'd lean. I, I think he would have a better relationship with the team having like he puts on his Twitter bio covering the team since uh, ever, you know, so I think he has a pretty good relationship. Yeah, let, um, let's put it like this. If and ever there are budget cuts afoot with the Tampa Bay Times, which it's in the newspaper business. So obviously that's going to happen at some point. He will likely have a job with the Rays doing their magazine or doing their newsletter or doing MLB.com slash Rays content. Uh he, uh, I, I think um, he's like uh, he's like a, a politician that gets in bed with one of these big corporations, and you know we'll we'll, we'll be settled in and and we'll be okay after uh, the the term ends, if you will. I, I had a, I had a more PC simile. I I I, I was just gonna I call him a, a tenured professor. He's there we go. Tenured. That works as well. Yeah, he's got tenure. Um, all right, Mark. Enough fun with you. Let's talk about what that contract would look like. I want to. And give you two names. The two okay. names are Corbin Carroll from the Arizona Diamondbacks, who just signed a contract extension for eight years and $111 million. And I want to give you a second name, which you just mentioned 63 seconds ago, Brandon Lau. He signed for six years, $24 million. So the easy answer, Kevin, the haha got you would be right in the middle. I think mm-hmm. it's going to be right though. That's the spectrum. I, if I'm going to put my bet on here, uh, and if I would to do it, I would I'd do it on FanDuel, of course. I would go six years, and I would probably double what Brendan Lau got. I mean, inflation uh, definitely is a thing. Uh, so I, yeah. I would think like six years, forty three. Um, th- uh, you know, so maybe a seven seven million per season average uh, average annual salary. Um, I, I think around there, seven mil. So if it's for six years, it would be around $43 million. I think that would be a good point for both of them. Now there's always risky, but I don't know if you feel like six 43 is, 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 is a good, um, is a good guess. That's exactly what Eloy Jimenez signed with the white Sox and Luis Robert six years, $50 million. I think that's a good marker now i would add a little bit of an addendum here and say that i would think that the rays would also like to incorporate one to two team options club options if you will to i mean make it mutually beneficial in a way but also um you know make it kind of worth their while um as well with that and also i'm glad you mentioned corbin carroll shout out to that guy who you know don't let anybody say you're not big enough strong enough uh, or have the build to be a professional athlete because he's maybe, you know, five foot nine, 160 pounds soaking wet. And this guy just got eight years, $111 million. Um, and 
yeah. it's 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 the Jose Altuve story. Like, don't don't keep going. If you yeah. if you just keep going, don't listen to the haters. Don't yeah. listen to the haters. Yeah. yeah. If I had to guess, I mean, again, just ballparking it here somewhere between six to eight years, if you include the club options or not. Forty two to fifty million dollars with, I'm sure, some more incentives and what sure. baked in like Kiebert Ruiz with the Dodgers. Another shining example, if you will. Eight years, fifty million dollars. I think that's kind of a good benchmark there, too. Yeah. Um, and, and we've mentioned some of these names already. Again, I know people say, you know, I guess it's a little bit of a different case with Wander. Maybe it's, it's really not because um, he was, he was the, the Rays gave him so much money and still you have people out there, uh, you know, sports fans that say, Oh, he could have gotten more. He sold himself short. Yeah. Yeah, sure. I guess not really, but you also have to look at the The team is taking a risk here too. Uh, Evan white. What has he done in his career? Uh, Scott Kingery. What has he done? In his career. I think both and, those guys have negative wars, actually. And, and, you know, these people that talk usually are just talking. They're mostly trolls. Uh, they probably don't even have a yeah. profile picture on, on on their anti-social media. But they, you know, they'll never have the opportunity to make millions. So what they right. can do is just call the people that are getting the millions dumb. Oh, yeah, it's so dumb. Oh, Acuna? How dare he say yes to $100 million? Oh, he is just selling himself short. Oh, Brandon Lau, six years, $24 million. How dare he do that? Like, yeah. you can't say no to your first millions. Evan Longoria, Eric Kinski, Kevin Kiermeyer, Chris Archer, they all come from that same line of thinking. Yeah. You don't say you don't know. And talking about Curtis Mead specifically, this guy just went through a, a bad injury last yeah. year. And, and so you know that can get you. And he talked about that, like how it was really rough to be in that dugout and not being able to cross the white lines. Like that is difficult for, for an athlete. So once you have that taste of what it's like to not do what you love, and yet there are millions being put in front of you, it's very tough to say no. It's yeah. very tough because you don't know the future. Nobody knows. And these people that just comment negatively all the time about young guys signing extensions, like, dude, stop being yeah. so negative. Stop being so, oh, you let, you're so dumb. And how could dare you leave money on the table? Tomorrow you can break your toe yeah. in the shower and then slip up and something bad can happen. Well, I mean, here we go. Do you think uh, Brendan McKay would like to be offered a six to eight year contract worth 50 mil? Would Shane Boz like to be offered a contract like that? Would Nick Anderson like to be offered a contract like that? I know it's pitchers different. Oh, we can keep going. Brent Honeywell. Hello. Do you remember him, guys? Brent Honeywell. Right. Do you think he would have liked to maybe uh, sign one? Yeah. No, it's it's interesting. And here's the thing, too. Again, it's it's. For me, it's at a point where he's young enough in his career to maybe get a second or a third contract at 28, 29, 30 years old. If he plays like everybody expects him to play, then he'll be able to cash in a second time for sure, just like Evan Longoria was able to cash in a second time. So um, yeah. there's that. And again, I'm not trying to be uh, Ray's Homer here or Ray's apologist, but man, if, if this deal uh, becomes apparent and gets inked, um, we, we can't say or argue that they're not trying and they're not spending money. They're not locking up their future. I mean, they've invested, this is on the low end. They've invested over $360 million in, you know, eight guys, basically yeah. hundreds yeah. of millions of dollars invested in a handful plus of players from Pete Fairbanks to Eflin, to Wander, to Glassnow, to Bilal, to Margot, to Diaz, to Springs. 
Um, and then if all those guys outperform their contracts, I mean, who knows what that that number of guaranteed dollars could be? I mean, it could you know rear up to you know four hundred fifty million dollars for all I know. And and if you want to look ahead, and you, everybody knows about the stadium saga, right? Twenty twenty seven. That is the last year up to now that the Rays will be playing at the Trop. What yes. happens with a new shiny stadium? Do you not want to have a shiny star to have be plastered all over? You have Wander, but you know what makes it better than just one? To have a duh, okay? Yeah. To have two of those guys. And Curtis Mead signing that extension could be that guy. Wander Franco plus Curtis Mead. Like, and, and the coolest thing, I mean, I know I'm on World Baseball Classic um, State of Mind. Right. Uh, Australian and Dominican like that that is that is so cool that's so cool about baseball like you those are your uh our face of the franchise like I, I I you could go nuts if you're the marketing department you could go absolutely banana sandwich on that yeah and uh Wander can't do it by himself he has to have protection in the lineup if it's just him and eight other nobodies just pitch around him all day yeah. every day so Having a guy like Curtis Mead, who, again, um, I see him when he gets to 24, 25, 26, being a legit 30 homer guy. And I think the Rays see that as well. That is something that the Rays have been pining for, that the fan base is pining for, that you need power on this roster, which uh, I know we're running a little bit long on this segment. And we will get to uh, what some of the fan base uh, thinks that uh, Curtis Mead could be locked up for. But if, you know, say tomorrow, before spring training is over, that a deal is locked up, is Curtis Mead on the opening day roster? If he signs the contract extension March 24th, is he on opening day March 30th, barring injury? I would I would see it very unraced like to do this and then not give him the opening yeah. day assignment. Like I know it I know it has happened before, like you mentioned, with um with the White Sox. I just don't think the Rays would operate that way. I think if like they're giving him the millions, it's like, hey, you're you're here are the keys, kid. Like, here's your new fancy car. Like, you're in now. Right now, he doesn't really have a spot on the 26 man. So if that does happen, you could be saying no to one of a trade of Harold Ramirez. That's true. You know, Harold goodbye. Uh, it could be, hey, you know, decide one, uh, decide to keep one of. Josh Lowe, Luke Rayleigh, or Jonathan Aranda. I mean, yeah. I'm even leaving Vidal Bruhan off. Honestly, that's that's. I mean, the po he doesn't even make the pony in my head in that competition right, right now. Yeah. So yeah, you 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 would sure that can happen, but that you're gonna have to say no to some of those names as well. So Someone's right. got to go. The midway point of the NBA season is here, and now is the perfect time to download FanDuel. It is America's number one sports book. New customers get a no-sweat first bet for up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. So just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It is safe, secure, and super easy to use. Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with a same-game parlay. So don't miss the chance to get your no sweat first bet for up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to fanduel.com slash locked on. That's fanduel.com slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Another part of this uh, contract extension equation is you lock up Curtis Mead, the Rays theoretically 
don't have to deal with or play the arbitration game of uh, we have to wait until this certain benchmark or timeline to give him the call up. It's like, if he's ready, if we think he can perform, if we think he can help us win games, let's call him up today or tomorrow. Let's not wait until May 18th. I don't know when the cutoff deadline is. I don't know if anybody knows what the cutoff deadline is. And, and you, you, his flexible uh, flexibility on the field would be so, um, it's much needed because yeah. if he is able to handle third base, that would kind of put Taylor Walls a little bit more on the bench, which is good offensively. And oh, you don't like him at third, you can give him second base. Oh, that means Brendan Lau can now rest his back, his self, and get the DH spot. Oh, you want Yandy to get the DH spot? Okay, bring Curtis Mead to first base. So yeah. Those three spots are so helpful that he can cover that. It, it, it's it's very nice. I know you have the same with Isak Paredes, but hey, the more the merrier, okay? Um, you're not going to say bye to Isak. Uh, yeah. You don't say no to your home run leader of 2022. Like, and you just, right, just right. don't. He, he has a spot. So I think that would be very – I mean – I'm all in, man. I really yeah. want this to happen. No, and and here's the thing with Curtis Mead. Preferably, if I had my druthers, it would be have him play first, have him DH, have him play second. I would not want to do anything where he is. We know about trying to strengthen that arm and trying to, you know, get that up to a, a professional third baseman's level or a professional outfielder's level. I I wouldn't want that to decimate the ability to stay on the field and stay in the lineup. So anything where you don't have to make many throws or your throws are extremely short, that's what uh, I would prefer. I know that the arm strength is something that is an issue with Curtis Mead and trying to to force the issue on that, especially as we're going through a season here, I don't think is is very smart. I, I don't know. Look, I mean, I was at the, the spring training game against the Phillies the other day, and I mm-hmm. can't recall Curtis Mead making any throws, but if it's anything as weak or porous as greg jones arm and again greg jones was a guest on the show that was great but like it's a noodle arm from shortstop so i don't want any of that or i don't want anything that could upset the apple cart as far as keeping curtis mead in the lineup i i i'm gonna take that a a different way i like your premise i don't want to upset the apple cart but i don't want to upset curtis's mental apple cart where, what are you going to do to get the best out of Curtis Mead mentally? Is it putting him at third where he is the most comfortable in his head? He's like, this is my position. Would that give you the best mental state of Curtis Mead? Would it be giving him a, a glove at first base? And he's like, hey, kid, figure it out. We don't really care. And he's like, this is my worst position because he has literally said that on this yeah. show. Um, and he's on the show. You know, it's the big leagues now. Um, so, and he's got the millions. I, yeah. What position would better suit him mentally? And I, I, I know that we try to make a very uh, poignant uh, statements about mental health on this show. I, I, we, we believe that that is very important. So uh, I know some people out there don't believe in team chemistry and 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 they don't think that 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 helps. But they're human beings, people. They're they're not right. just numbers on your Excel spreadsheet. These are human beings. So what can make him the most comfortable? Is it just giving him, hey, you know what? We're going to try you in left field. Let's that might be that. what it is, actually. I know that Fangraphs has projected him to be there for years now. And that might just be, hey, if you're negative defensively for a couple years or for your entire career, as long as you're 
bring in that A plus bat, we can deal with that. We can manage that. You you can deal with the Nick Castellanos defense if Nick Castellanos is bringing the, that that type of bat. Exactly, exactly. So I mean, he he could ultimately see himself have a have a home in left field. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's actually I'm I'm glad you brought up the uh, the mental. Uh, consideration as well, because it was actually, I know we joked about Topkin a couple minutes ago, but uh, that was actually a very poignant article from him. Some really interesting tidbits as to why the Rays try to work out these contract extension deals uh, in March. You know, when spring training is going on, when you can get everybody together, the the player, uh, the agent, um, the family maybe, and, and of course the organization before the games count and, and pressure mounts. And, um, you know, the idea too is you have this, extension you don't have to worry about or or really okay i'm going through a slump how's that going to impact my career how's that going to impact my earnings you can just have more of a level head with all that yes. and i know every, oh you know that these teams are doing this so they can you know take advantage of these players okay if you want to say that that's fine but at the end of the day the team yes they they want to extract as much value as they can, but they also want that player to be happy and satisfied and comfortable with that deal. You don't want them to regret that deal from the moment upon signing it. And then they become a clubhouse cancer and a mope and they don't try as hard and they don't care anymore. Like you want them to outperform the contract and maybe have a, a dream or a goal of, of getting another contract. I mean, th this idea of like, Oh, oh my gosh, I, I just got gypped by the team. Like that doesn't serve anybody well at the end of the day. I don't think you want a Brian Reynolds situation. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You don't want to do that. And it seems like the race haven't really done that or experienced that, or at least it hasn't gone out into the airwaves, which is nice. Yeah. It's nice. It, you know, you got to keep that dirty laundry in, in house. I'm surprised it didn't happen. Or I, not, not that I can recall of Evan Longoria when he signed that first, what, six year, $17 million deal or whatever it was. Unreal. Unreal. Yeah. So, you know, I think there's risk on both parts. Uh, yeah, I think the the naysayers, the uh, you know, are always going to just be trolling around. But I, you know, I, again, I am on the Eric Kinski motto: you do not say no to your first millions. Man, life is yeah. way too unpredictable. You have a plan, and that plan can just go to the trash can real quick. So, um, and and we've all experienced that. So I I I don't I don't know how. Anybody would be on the hey, everything will work out. Oh, you know, he should just go play arbitration. I just, you know, yeah, it's a long time to wait. That's a long time to be making league minimum to get to that mm -hmm. point, quite frankly. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. um, all right, uh, some comments here on what uh, the listeners think that Curtis Mead will get locked up for. Um, that was not a great way to say that. <laughs> Not not in prison or jail, but uh, <laughs> eating secured financially. Uh, Caleb says eight years and $85 million. Brian Kim says seven years and $24 million. John says eight years for $100 million, similar to Corbin Carroll's deal. Um, the, the difference is Corbin Carroll is actually not a lot of service time, but um, does have some service time under his belt and was very mm -hmm. impressive in those, you know, 32 games or um, 32 days. Uh, it's actually, I think the, if I have my notes correct, was the highest. It is the largest contract ever signed for a player with fewer than 100 days of major league service time. That is different than Wander's scenario because that was the largest ever for a player with less than one year of major league service time. So we're getting kind of into semantics here yeah. uh, because people will be like, well, uh, didn't Wander get 182 mil guaranteed? So just throwing that out there as well. Sure. Um, 
Alex says uh, seven years and $36 million. Uh, Dakota says six years, $30 million. And then Jake Stokes says eight years, $50 million. So if you're going to make a, a bet on FanDuel, again, I would I'd focus uh, somewhere in the six to eight year range in the the 38 to $50 million range. I'll be curious to see how accurate we are with this if it yeah. if it does come out to be that i think that there will be some sort of club option uh or multiple club options ensconced within this deal and i think those club options could be for a significant amount of money plus a I ton will, of different incentives like i, I, I mean here top five top 10 mvp voting like just to really go bonkers with it yeah 500k for top three mvp or top five 500k for rookie of the year all that stuff you know um, gold glove mentions all-star appearances, 500 K each. So you're going to have that. But yeah. if we want to talk about the seventh and eighth, uh, team options, you're, I would, I would think to make it as palatable for the agent family and Curtis, you're, you're talking, I think seventh year, 15 mil, 18 yeah. mil. And then the eighth would be 20 to 25 mil. Like it would, it would need yeah. to be like, okay, here's the big punch. How do you like yeah. that kid? Um, and if it comes to the point where he's in the sixth year or the fourth year, and you're like, "Oh man, the the big money is coming," yeah, you know, you know what to do. All we're asking is for Curtis Mead and his agent to not not sign on the dotted line, or or let's not make this uh, news revealed until Tuesday after twelve thirty a.m. Eastern time. Because that would be nice. That would we're, be nice. we're recording this on a Sunday, so we we would like, uh, you know, please save the news for a little bit if you can. Yeah, yeah, and you uh, know what? We're we're recording this like an hour before I am going to be drenched in anxiety and stress yeah. once again, Puerto Rico, Venezuela. So I, uh, yeah, you your guys are getting a lot of emotions here. So yeah, that's everybody embargo this press release until after Tuesday. We would appreciate. Please it. and thank you. Yes. All right. Uh, thank you for making the Lockdown Race Podcast your very first listen every day. Now make your second listen, the Locked On Fantasy Baseball Podcast. That is also free and available on all platforms. Hope you all have a wonderful day. Stay safe. And we will talk to you on Wednesday.